It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We are always live on the free Odyssey app. We are streaming live on YouTube. Uh, although, Anthony, as I look, now we're streaming live on YouTube. Uh, the audio, very important part of a radio show, and now available to you, streaming live on the YouTubes. Uh, hope everyone's having a great Friday. Uh, very good to be out at District E. Uh, here at Capital One Arena, Gallery Place. Interesting to be here after the week that has been. Um, today on the show, we will hear from two monumental executives uh, on the topic of leaving this place for the Washington Wizards. Uh, Jim Van Stone, uh, who has been on a couple of shows over the last couple of days, uh, will join us. I talked to Jim this morning, and the conversation was very, very insightful. Um, I do think that there's just going to be a reality for a lot of us who don't like this decision that there is no satisfactory answer. Someone can't say something that is not true. Hey, actually, uh, you make some great points, Craig. Uh, all your callers that have said all these smart things, all the columnists, all the opinion folks, like you guys are all right. Uh, we're... We're, we're actually going to let the Wizards stay. That's, that's not what you're going to get out of these interviews. But you do get some commitments to the district and, and some admissions. I think that this is still a work in progress in a lot of ways, and there's a lot of work to do. And along those lines, uh, who better to talk about basketball in the district than John Thompson III? Um, so JT3 is going to stop by. Uh, we're, we're nailing down the time on that right now. Uh, but since we are here at District E, at Gallery Place, on the night that the Boundary Stone Court gets revealed, uh, we will talk to JT3 coming up at some point during the show. It is a football Friday presented by your local Honda dealer as well. Uh, so, Anthony, I say we start with a little football uh, before we get into the rest of the basketball stuff. And not really the basketball stuff, the, the moving stuff. And because um, it's Friday, we're supposed to ask what's at stake for the Commanders against the Rams. You, you got anything over there? That's at stake uh, for the Commanders? Yeah. I would say uh, just draft position, to be honest. Yeah. It's really Is that what we're going to do for the next four weeks on Fridays? If, if so, I think we need a better segment. Yeah. Because realistically, what's at stake? Draft position. What's at stake? Sam Howell's future. Those two things are tied. I will say this um, along those lines. Um, one of the key questions I seek to answer between, well, really, I mean, the, the team needs to answer this between now and April, but I would like to have a better answer on it by the end of February, like end of combine. Um, and who knows if I'll be, I hope to, to go out to Indy again, but you know, if, if not, the workouts will happen without me. Um, but one, one of the things that I would like to understand is how many quarterbacks are better than Sam Howell in this draft, right? Not what Sam Howell was as a prospect, but like we've seen two years of Sam in the league, specifically we've seen this year of Sam in the league how many guys in this draft are worth taking in this quarterback class that could have four guys go in the top 10 and as many as six probably go in the first round, um, depending on where Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. go. But uh, we talked to Matt Miller yesterday of ESPN on Take Command, and depending on how some things shake out in the show, you might hear some of that interview, um, but certainly worth a listen in full on the Take Command podcast uh, when, when you're done listening to this radio show and not a moment before. Um, 
but he's only got one. Like, spoiler alert. He said if you can get your hands on Caleb Williams, you should take Caleb Williams. But even Drake May, who some people are going to wind up rating over Caleb Williams in this draft, and Jaden Daniels, who Matt Miller is like, he's like, I am the biggest Jaden Daniels fan you're going to find. I wouldn't draft him over Sam. And I think that's pretty fascinating. And I think, I think one of the things to keep in mind over the next couple of weeks is not only can Sam solidify his future as the commander's quarterback for, for at least next year by performing well, but if he messes around and wins a game or two, then it's basically going to be locked because anyone who could be a better quarterback than him isn't going to be within reach. And right now at number four, there's a chance at least that you could certainly that you could take one if they fall. And I think Jaden Daniels and, and JJ McCarthy out of Michigan, uh, LSU and Michigan respectively are going to be available. Um, but you also, obviously the higher you are, the easier it is and the less it costs to trade up. If you even wanted to go get Drake may or make a giant swing at Caleb Williams at one. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, and that's what we're evaluating or have been evaluating like all season, to be honest. Could Sam be, you know, our franchise QB? And I think if he goes out here and wins a couple of games against some really good defenses, like the Rams may not necessarily be one of the better defenses, but the Jets, the Cowboys, yeah. and then the 49ers, they're Oof. all top five. So it's, it's more so if he goes out here and showcases that he can actually win games because, again, you're, you're judged by wins and losses in the NFL. And this season, we necessarily haven't been able to, you know, win a lot of games uh, and capitalize on uh, in some of those moments. So if he goes out here and definitely puts up some good numbers, and I think that's ultimately what we want. We want, well, I can't say everybody because everybody's not a Sam Howell fan. But I'm, a, I'm rooting for Sam. I think he can be the guy. I want Sam to go out here and do as well as he can the next couple of weeks. And the defense continue to do what they, 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 they've done all season long. And that's, you know, give up huge plays and you know <laughs> ultimately help us lose games and offense good defense yeah, bad exactly that, that that's what i want I, I want us to you know keep our top five draft pick right now let sam go out there and build around him and i think we we can be you know in position to contend in a year or two you, you said something that sparked a thought for me which is if you're a commanders fan you should be a sam howell fan because the best thing for this franchise is him being great, and yeah. you're able to build around him. Um, I thought another thing that was interesting from the Matt Miller chat is he said he's got three guys in his top tier. And if you guys remember like how drafting really works, mm -hmm. right? the way that Logan and I do this, the way Logan really does this, the way Matt Miller, the way that all, scouts, GMs, whatever, is they tier it out. And it's like, okay, we're not going to take a player in tier two based off need if there's still a tier one player available. Um, and then, like, we judge on our ability to trade back with how deep the tier. Can we trade back and not drop down a tier? Like, those are kind of how this works. He's got three guys in tier one as we sit here in December. Now, granted, there's the entire scouting process, the interviews, the medicals, and some of these guys, that could matter a ton. Specifically, Olu Fashanu, the medicals, um, I, I'm pretty sure. I oh, know, sorry. Uh, like, there's the edge kid from um, Latu from UCLA. His medical is going to matter a lot. Um, there's some questions there. But he's got Caleb Williams, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Olu Fashanu going as his top three guys, like, chart-wise, not necessarily by need. We know quarterbacks get pushed up. 
So everyone assumes that Williams and May go 1-2. And so all of a sudden, if you're at four and you got your choice of Harrison or Fashanu, you're getting one of the best players in the draft and a player that in a lot of other years would be a number one overall pick at left tackle if you go Fashanu, which is who I think they would go to, uh, in part because I think Harrison will be gone. So that's a great outcome. The best possible outcome is Sam Howell proves he's great, these next are, are good enough that he's worth investing in and hopefully on a path to greatness over these next couple of games. And then Olu Fashanu is available for you at four. There's your left tackle. Um, and then, you know, maybe you get lucky at the top of the second round with a really good edge player falling because of some of the other positions that are so stacked that you don't really need. Like, there could be eight receivers that go in the first round in this draft. Eight. You know what the commanders don't need? A wide receiver. Yeah. Um, of course, if you get a great player, you get a great player. But um, And do they have like a 1-1, like a Jamar Chase? No. So if Marvin Harrison's available, you take Marvin Harrison. But outside of that, you spent 16 on Josh T- or Jahan Dodson a few, year, few years ago. You've signed Terry to big money. You don't need another receiver. But other teams do. Let them take him. Slide those tight ends down. Slide those edge players down. Slide those safeties down. Slide those whatever else down. And uh, maybe even get like the best guard in, or one of the best guards in the draft at the top of the second round where you have two picks. So lots of opportunity potential for the commanders. All right, when we get back here on the Hoffman Show, we'll circle back to the ongoing story of Monumental Sports taking their teams from right here at Capital One Arena out to Potomac Yards. Some of the things that I think are still lingering and worth discussing uh, we'll get into before John Thompson III. uh, I'm thinking he's going to join us at 4.30. He might join us. Actually, let me check my text real quick. Uh, nope, I uh, don't know yet. So JT3 might be at 4.30. He might be at 6, uh, but we'll, we'll bounce things around. Uh, you will definitely hear from Jim Van Stone today. We got Take Command, uh, potentially, depending on how some of this stuff shakes out. 100% we're going around the NFL at 5.30. That's all still to come on the Hoffman Show here on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app.